everything to you now in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, good morning. So today we're going to continue our, our hymn series with a, with a special selection. We're going to worship to the songs of Andre Crouch as we pay tribute to one of the greatest hymn writers of our time, and he passed away just last month. And when you talk about the greatest hymn writers of the past century, it's a short list. Tommy Dorsey, Stuart Hamlin, uh, Mosey Lister, Dottie Rambo, the Gaithers, and Andre Crouch. It's, it's a short list. Andre Edward Crouch was born, along with his twin sister, Sandra, on July 1st, 1942, in San Francisco, California, to parents Benjamin and Catherine Crouch. When he was young, Crouch's parents owned and operated Crouch Cleaners, a dry cleaning business, as well as a restaurant business in Los Angeles. And in addition to running the family businesses, his parents had a passion. They had a Christian street preaching ministry and a hospital and prison ministry. Serving the Lord was their passion. And when Andre was 11, his father was invited to speak for several weeks at a small church as a guest preacher. His father and the church's congregation encouraged the young boy to play during the services. And at the piano, Crouch found the key in which the congregation was singing and started to play. And at that moment, he realized what he was born to do. He found his calling. And after this, Crouch honed his piano playing skills, and in time, he wanted to write his own music. And he gave his heart to Christ at, as a teenager. And when he was 14 years old, he wrote his first gospel song. And after completing it, he thought it was no good. He crumpled it up, threw it in the garbage. And his sister, Sandra, Praise God for good sisters. Picked it up out of the garbage and began to read it. She began to read the words, the blood will never lose its power. And she said, Andre, this is really good. So they sang it together, and then they sang it at church the following Sunday. It became an instant classic. And after dropping out of college, Crouch was employed by Teen Challenge, an organization that's still around today, Christian organization, to rehabilitate drug addicts and gang members. He formed the Addicts Choir and began writing songs to comfort and encourage encouraged the troubled teenagers he was counseling. And from members of his church, he and his sister Sandra formed Andre Crouch and the Disciples in 1969. They were signed to the mainstream Christian label Light Records. The group rose to prominence, received critical acclaim at the time of the Jesus movement of the 60s. And although his songs were influenced by the pop and soul rhythms of the era, he never toned down his message in order to fit in. And I love that about his songs. His best-known songs, such as The Blood Will Never Lose Its Power and Jesus is the Answer, were as direct as any sermon coming from any pulpit you'd hear. His music was characterized by punctuated rhythms and chord inversions and the dynamic placing of vocals and frank examinations of biblical teaching. His parents went on to lead New Christ Memorial Church in San Fernando, where Andre led the music ministry and continued to write and perform with his sister and his choir, the Disciples. He had a God-given, natural-born gift for music. Over the years, he wrote hundreds of songs. He won seven Grammy Awards, and he helped pioneer the Jesus music movement from the late 60s and 70s. Today, he's known as the father of modern gospel music. His inspirational lyrics, beautiful melodies, and creative chord progressions so resonated 
with those who heard his songs that even in the secular world, his music had great influence, became a favorite of many pop artists. Elvis Presley used Crouch's, Crouch's I've Got Confidence in a 1972 album, while Paul Simon recorded Jesus is the Answer for his 1974 live album. He was a gifted arranger and choir director. He was asked to arrange the music for the 1985 film The Color Purple, for which he received uh, an Academy Award nomination. And I still tip my hat every year I'm at Disneyland and, and I watch the parade and I hear the lush African choral arrangement for the Lion King's Circle of Life. That was his. In 95, following the death of his parents, Andre took over as senior pastor of Christ Memorial Church and his recording career took a back seat. Serving God by serving people was still his greatest passion. Between then and his death, there would be a mere five albums, but he never stopped writing and he never stopped singing. And the Lord called him home last month on January 9th at the age of 72. He's singing with angels now, seeing the very object of his worship song. And what a gift he's left us. We try to narrow down from dozens and dozens of our favorites to sing a few of his songs this morning, and we've picked five. So join us as we lift our voices to bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me, bless His Sing that again. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord.
honesty of this next song, which freely admits, I don't know why Jesus loved me. I don't know what he saw in me. I don't know why he sacrificed his life for me. Oh, but I'm glad, so glad he did. I'm so glad. Oh, I'm 
All right, and here's my favorite Andre Crouch song, written in his later years. You know, we can experience the greatest friendships, we can have the greatest families, we can know great people, but we will never find one like Jesus. Lord, there's nobody else like you. There's nobody else like you Nobody else like you Not my mother, not my father, not my sister, not my brother Nobody else will do That's why I love you There's nobody else like you And no one else will do there's nobody else like you sing that with us there's nobody else like you no nobody else nobody else like you not my mother not my father not my sister not my brother nobody else will do that's why I love Nobody else like you, and no one else will do. There's nobody else like you. You've got the sweetest name. You've got the sweetest name I know. Sweetest name I know. Jesus. 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 Sent from above just to show the Father's love. That's why I love. I love you, Lord. There's nobody else like you, and no one else will do. There's nobody else like you. You've got the sweetest name. You've got the
signature Andre Crouch song, it would be this, My Tribute, a song of heartfelt thanks to God. Lord, we thank you, not just with words, but with our very lives. May all the glory of what we do and say and accomplish go to you.
with this last song before the sermon and I love it because it focuses on the word through I love the word through for believers in Christ no matter what the circumstances may be no matter what we're going through the good news is we're going through the storm the circumstance the trial it didn't come to stay it came to pass but it serves a purpose in our lives to build us up, to make us stronger through him, to turn our focus to him, to grow our faith in him. And the older we get, you know, the more we look back on all the circumstances of our lives and we see what he's brought us through. Through it all, we can say through every smile and tear, laughter and sorrow, I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. Through it all, I've learned to depend upon his word. I've had many tears and sorrows I've had questions for tomorrow There have been times I didn't know right from wrong But in every situation God gave blessed consolation That my trials come to only make me strong Sing with us through it all, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus, I've learned to trust in God. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to depend upon His Word. Son, sing the second. Been a lots of places, and I've seen a lot of faces. There have been times I felt so all alone. But in my lonely hours, yes, those precious lonely hours, Jesus let me know that I was His own. Have you been there? Through it all. 
trust in God God for the mountains and I thank Him for the valleys. Yes, I thank Him for each storm He's brought me through. For if I'd never had a problem, I would know that He could solve them. I would know what faith in God could do. So I sing through it all, through it all. I've learned to trust in Jesus, or oh, I've learned to trust in God. Thank you, Randy. Thank you, worship team. Wasn't that beautiful? Yes. Give it a hand. Through it all, I've learned to depend upon his word. If we didn't have Jesus Christ, what would we do? What would you do? I don't know. I'd be lost. We thank God for 
This man, he's in heaven now. And uh, he wrote so many beautiful songs. Andre Crouch. He left a legacy behind him. And we thank God. We had the privilege this morning to hear some of his songs. I thank again the worship team, Randy, for uh, doing this beautiful presentation to us. Now, we don't have much time, and I don't want to owe you any, any time. <laughs> I want you to owe me, <laughs> so I'm not going to be long here and keep you for long, but I have a message uh, that goes along with what we've been studying lately. You know, last week, uh, Rajiv started uh, with a character study uh, amongst us here. It was, who, who can remember? Come on. How about Daniel? And then, and then he continued on Wednesday with John. Then Thursday morning, we had a, a, another character study. Uh, ladies, you know that it was Moses. Moses. And well, I was... Studying myself, I said, well, I'm, I, I better follow. And today we're looking at some, have some glimpses of the, of the life of Noah. We think of Noah, the ark, and we remember and we teach it for the Sunday school. And we have an ark room upstairs that's all decorated with the ark and all the animals and so on and so forth. Uh, I would like to share with you a deeper a deeper look at uh, Noah this, this morning. Uh, and uh, if there is uh, a title, I would like to give a title of uh, my message, The Man Who Conquered His Circumstances. Through it all, Noah, he learned to depend on God, right? He learned. And I, I never thought of the song. I never thought of the circumstances that Randy brought in the, uh, in the song and shared with us, but it so happens that the Holy Spirit directs the whole thing. It's not us, it's the... Let's open our Bibles without... to Genesis chapter 6. I want to read a few things, uh, a few verses, so you, if you want to follow, that's fine. I want to... Uh, where did he come from? Noah. The Bible says uh, his father was had the name of Lamech. His father was Lamech. You know who's his grandfather? You don't have to look and research it. His grandfather is Methuselah. So Methuselah brought to the world Lamech. From Lamech we have Noah, we don't have anything about his growing up, but we knew he had a great grandfather and a great father. And in chapter 5, verse 32, and we learn a little bit about Noah, and it says Noah was 500 years old, and Noah became the father of Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And during his time, there was corruption in the world. And if you think we're living in a cor corruptive world, it is. It is. And the Lord Jesus, we shall see that he quoted Noah and like his days also. And let's move to chapter 6. 
and verse 5. And the Lord saw the corruption and saw the wickedness of man that was great on the earth and that every intent, or if you have it in your Bible, every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he made man on the earth and he was grieved in his heart. And the Lord said in his heart, I blot out man whom I have created from the face of the land, from man to animals, to creeping things and to birds of the sky, for I am sorry that I have made them all. But Noah was found favor or found favor in the eyes of the Lord. These are the records of the generations of Noah. But he starts with Noah, and I'll stop there. Noah was righteous, a righteous man, blameless in his time, and walked with God. May God bless his word. The man who conquered his circumstances. Noah, the meaning of Noah, according to the theologians, is rest. His father, when uh, uh, the Lord gave him Noah, he said, this one shall give us rest from our work and from the toil of our hands arising from the ground which the Lord has cursed. He was one of the best known of the Old Testament characters because his name is associated with the greatest catastrophe in the history of human race. And what was the catastrophe? Love one. He appeared on the scene, as we said, when he was 500 years old. And his story spilled over to the New Testament. And the Lord, when he was here on earth, quoted Noah and during the, the days of Noah also. And he said, for the coming of the Son of Man will be just like the days of Noah. Can you imagine? We're, we're living today, we're living today in days that are the same as the days of Noah. If you're sick and tired of what's happening today, during the days of Noah, it was happening. If, you're, if you abhor the stories you hear about what's happening in the world, the killing, the, the, the denying of God and his deity, the sins that are being today exercised by many people around the world, not only in the U.S., but around the world. If you think this is unbelievable, I haven't seen. This happened during the days of Noah. Because God says when he was, Jesus says, for the coming of the Son of Man will be just like the days of Noah. For as in those days, which were before the flood, they were eating and drinking. Do we eat and drink? And the word, the word is drinking more than eating nowadays. 
and drinking something else, drinking spirits, not Holy Spirit, you know that. They were marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark. You find that in Matthew chapter 24, verses 37, 38. But during these days, and as we read, the Lord found one man, or one family, should we say. One man, his name was Noah. And the Holy Spirit describes him to us like as a righteous man. Can you live in times like these? Can you be a righteous person? Yes, you can. Because Noah, Noah had God on his side. And if you have God in your heart, if you have Jesus on your side, you can live and be a righteous person. Amen to that? Let's live this way. Let's not give up. Let's continue living this way. He was a righteous man, and he found him blameless in his time. And also, he walked with God. That reminds me of Enoch. Enoch walked with God. Say, Edo, how can you walk with God? Well, let's look at the Bible. Enoch, how many, how many years he walked with God? 365 years, day in and day out. It didn't mean that he did not fall into sin or committed few things, but there was always forgiveness. There was always God available. There was always walking with God, not walking with the world. And this is what our friend Noah, if we can call him friend, because we know him a little bit about him now, he walked with God daily. And when you walk with God, there is no other way but to live a blameless life, perfect life, a life filled with righteousness. And if you live, if you live close to God and walk with God and ask God every day, you know, I ask God every day in my prayers, Lord, put me on your plan. Noah was living on God's plan, not his program, not his agenda. He was living on God's agenda. He was living on God's plan. He was asking God, wherever you go, take me. Whatever you want to do, talk to me. And you know what? Though it's not mentioned in the Bible, but God was talking to Noah on every day. Otherwise, Noah could not have made it. And how many, how many days? Well, let me ask you a test, test, test for you all. How many years did he work on the ark? Oh, some of you have been reading this. One, 120 years. Did you give up? Did he say, oh, I, 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 I'm, I'm going home? Did he say, I can't take it from the people? Did he say that? He says, this is a really wicked generation. I don't want to live amongst them. And God was encouraging him, keep doing what you're doing. And this is the word for us this morning. Oh, it's afternoon. The Lord wants you to continue doing, Christian, what you're doing. Have courage. Have courage. If our friend Noah conquered his circumstances, whatever you're going through, 
you will conquer it. Whatever your lot is in life, the Lord will give you grace to carry that lot and make it through. Through it all. Didn't we, did we think that? Through it all, I've learned to trust what? In Jesus. And he trusted in his God on a daily basis. I couldn't imagine when he was building that ark that he didn't have any problems on a daily basis. There was a long story about it that is so humorous. I'm not quoting it to you because we don't have time. That, do you think, do you think everybody cooperated with him today? Do you think everybody cooperated with him? No. Do you think, do you think the carpenters came on the, at the right time? No. Do you think uh, the, the electricians, there were no electricity there, okay? Do you think, do you think the workers showed up? Someone would call, would call, well, hey, I am sick today, I cannot come. Workers in the church of God, people, you are going to meet the same and face the same problem on a daily basis. Shall we give up? Do we give up? God has placed us on a certain road, on a certain, we are on a journey. We are following our leader, the Lord Jesus Christ. When he was here on earth, did he, did he face problems? Did he see people mocking at him? And how many people you think they came to, to know us? Said, what are you doing here? So I'm, I'm God told me to be, build a boat. A boat in this dry land. And by the way, may I draw your attention? They never knew about rain at that time. It was only dew that was watering the earth. There was no rain. Boat and rain. And Noah, you're talking, you're talking something that we've never heard of. You have a boat. Where is the sea? Ah, uh, Noah lost his mind. Noah is crazy. Uh, I tell you one thing. You will face in this world people calling you crazy. Or a Jesus freak, if they didn't call you yet. Or when you, when you give your testimony... And when you tell them that I am a Christian, I be, I'm a born again believer, people will, will start laughing at you. Let them laugh. They laughed at Noah. How long did they laugh at Noah? 120 years. If they laugh for five minutes at you, you have no credit whatsoever. Where is, where is your workers? Well, hey, the union is on strike, Noah. They didn't come. First day, second day, one week, two weeks. And we thank God that when God spoke to Noah, he spoke, he spoke to him, and many people don't know, he spoke to him, said, Noah, this is how you shall make, you shall make the ark. You shall make it with rooms. Is God a, a, our, a God? Our God is an engineer also, okay? And... He's make it with rooms. You shall cover it inside and out with pitch. And Noah, make sure you get the pitch. And say, Edo, why are you talking about the pitch? This is why I say, I say, now Noah said, you know, with all, with all this, Noah said, yes, Lord. Pitch. You know, the pitch, they used to use it to clog the holes 
So there won't be any holes. So when the water will come, they will not have any leakage into the ark. And in Jesus Christ, there is no leakage for your information. The ark of old points to the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Lord Jesus Christ is your ark and mine. We have an ark that doesn't leak. And he says, I don't want it to leak because I want you to be safe. And let me tell you one thing. If you're in Jesus and Jesus is in you, you are safe forever and ever. Forget anything else. So it will not leak. Okay, okay, sir. And you do the following. And you, and you uh, make it that length. And you have the window of the ark. You will furnish it with so many cubic feet and so on and so forth. And behold, I am bringing the flood of water upon the earth to destroy all flesh in which is their breath of life from under heaven. Everything that is on the earth shall perish. Noah obeyed God. And he conquered. And he won. And he succeeded. Let me ask you a question. Why do you think he succeeded? One word. He believed God. Do you believe God? So many people are living today, they don't believe the word of God. I've heard about, I've heard about pastors, priests, and all men of God all over the world, they say, well, this, this book was written 2,000 years ago or more, and what, it, what is there does not apply to the 21st century. Wrong! As it were in the days of Noah, so it is today. Nothing has changed. The heart of man did not change. The mind of man did not change. Man did not change. And by the way, it's not... Uh, evolution. God created man. Man was not a chimpanzee and then became a human being. Am I right or wrong? According to the word of God. Not according to the philosopher. Some kind of philosopher. He went to somewhere to a, to a college that teaches that man was not created by God. We know God created them. And he created them according to his form. He formed man according to our image, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And this is where we stand. And this is where we teach, what we teach. And this is, we shall never, ever give up what we believe in because we believe in the Bible, the Word of God, that will never, never fail us nor disappoint us. We believe in the word of God. This is the word that we live by. And Noah believed the word of God. That was his teaching him. This world is in total confusion today. They don't know what to believe. Sin has affected our society. Do you agree with that or not? In a big manner. 
Corruption seems to be widespread and unchecked everywhere. The morals of our nation and the world is deteriorating by the hour. And man is defying God, his creator, by breaking every written law. Lawlessness is spreading. And you know about that. You read the papers. Lawlessness is spreading like cancer. And the heart of man is becoming harder and harder by the day. This is the same account what we read of in Genesis. Isn't it a duplicate of what happened during the days of Noah? And God, thank God, he found one man. He found one man. And that man was Noah. If God is looking for some people today to stand up for him and comes and visits this church, would he say, I have found you. Name it. Name yourself. I have found, name yourself to be according to my own heart. Righteous, Sophia. Righteous, Jeff. A blameless person. Will he find? Whatever Noah's circumstances were, 120 years, he suffered. He was mocked. People didn't want to talk to him anymore. People lied to him. Well, so what you're doing? You're out of your mind. And he continued. What is your circumstance today? It's almost time, and it didn't start yet. What's your circumstance today, let me ask you? Are you having problem at work, at home, in your personal life, at school? I say, I, 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 I don't want to go to school tomorrow, or I don't want to face this situation tomorrow, or I don't want to. I don't want to do this task tomorrow. I know I cannot do it. Let me tell you one thing. Noah faced this too. And Noah got through to it. Got through it. 120 years. 120 years. He never quit. How many times you say, I quit? I don't want to do it anymore. And how many times, Lord, take me. Please take me. You know, if God answers every prayer I said about take me, he would have taken me when I was five years old. <laughs> oh, I'm dying. I don't want to see this. This is not our God. These are prayers he will never answer. 
Because he has, he has appointed a day where you will meet him. And that day is not known by you nor by me. That day is in his hand. And he couldn't do anything. He continued working every day with his three children, their wives, and his wife. Only eight. Out of thousands and thousands and millions of people, only eight were saved because these eight believed in God. Believed what God said. I am going to send a flood. And everybody was laughing. And today the church of God, you, the people of God, those who are owned by God, people are going to laugh at you. They're laughing at us. We are expecting an end. And this end is coming very soon. We are expecting the real, the real ark to come and take us to be with him. So that was, he was, Noah, looking to that day when he will finish building the ark. Because he believed, he said, through this ark, Noah, you are going to be saved. And through the ark, the Lord Jesus Christ, we are saved. And more so, that ark is going to take us to be with him forever and ever. He was looking toward, at the end when he will finish. If you have a job, finish it. If you have a ministry in the church, do it with all your heart. If you are talking to someone about the Lord Jesus Christ, don't give up. Church, we are going to be mocked. We are going to be ridiculed. We are going to be persecuted. Many Christians are persecuted around the world. It did not reach here, but we smell it. And if it ever reaches here, we know what to do. We have the, he who is with us is greater than he who is in the world. That's all. He stood true to the Lord's teaching, to the Lord's word. You know, God did not tell, two words more, did not tell Noah, either you be true to my teaching or else. There was never this dialogue between him and God. Noah wanted what God wanted. And in order to Conquer your circumstances. You should want what God wants. What do you want me to do, God? Please put me on your plan. It seemed unimportant to Noah that he was alone in his commitment. Unimportant. He kept going, regardless of those who mocked him. He knew his God and faithfully executed his orders. And I would encourage you, faithfully execute your life of faith as long as you live. My last word to you this morning, this afternoon, just trust God, believe in him, and know, and know that his word will never change. He was willing to enjoy the privileges 
He counted it a privilege, an honor to be on God's plan and to work for God, what God told him to do. Build me an ark. I'm not building it for myself. Build me a church. You're not building it for yourself. Work in the church. Work with all your heart. Build with all your heart. Clean with all your heart. Live with all your heart. Throw yourself in and God will take care of you. Amen. And God will give you victory over your circumstances. I spoke. This is one third of my message. When are we going to continue this message? Sometime in the future. Maybe next, next week and so on. And let's bow our heads and ask the Lord to help us continue this journey. Whatever the circumstances are, whatever we encounter, wherever we go, whatever we do, if you have Jesus Christ in your life, you will be a successful person. Do you have him? Is Jesus your savior? Is he your God? Is the word of God your guide? If this is, if you can say yes to that, let me tell you one thing. Don't live in fear. Go live and enjoy life, provided you know that your sins are forgiven and you have a place in the heart of Jesus Christ. Our Father, we thank you for allowing us to meditate a little bit on your word. May we ask you to give us the courage to continue this journey. Lord, you are on our side, and hopefully you are on yours. And help us, Lord, not to give up, but knowing that with you we are a majority. Bless this congregation. Dismiss us, we pray. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. I owe you that next time, next week. I'll pay you back. God bless you and be with you.